it's just the way that my quote unquote studio is set up. Oh, it's wow. much easier to do it this way. And I'm so much louder than anyone besides <laughs> Matt Rain who's been on the show. So like putting the mic closer to the guest is the wise decision because I am nothing your if voice, not loud. Your voice carries. It carries. Yeah. A, a, and it's mostly because I'm loud and I have too many opinions. <laughs> um, and they're all bad. Now it's recording. Now it is okay, recording. Okay, okay, okay. Cool. And eventually <laughs> I will start the show in earnest, but okay, right now cool. it's recording. Cool. Thank your tea you so is much. here. So uh, Garçon. <laughs> Merci. She'll get her tip. Okay. All right. Recording this live from the the Hilton. I can't even think of a fancy restaurant. That's where I'm at in life. Mm-hmm. Is that if asked to conjure the name of a fancy restaurant, mm-hmm. I don't know if I could do it. Like a real one. The Ivy. Isn't that one? That's an L.A. one, though. But I think you could say, like, the Sycamore. You could say, like, plant things. (laughs) The anything. If you are the Mm -hmm. only one of something. Mm -hmm. The the Biltmore. What does that mean? Or a man's name that could be, like, Spanish or Italian. Like, Antonio's. Oh, Antonio. Have you been to Antonio's? It's uh, $25 for risotto. But... (laughs) But there's also an Antonio's in Columbia, Missouri. Wow. From Missouri. Um, are we? I just need... Another to- Missouri local show. I don't know when I'm <laughs> going to start the actual episode. I'm giving, like... I'm, like, I'm self-conscious about talking, but also I just talk. Okay. Just, just talk. talk. Okay. This is... If at any point in your life you need not feel self-conscious, right now is this it? it. Uh-huh. This is the one. You're recording opposite a man in pajama pants. No, no. <laughs> nine o'clock on a Sunday night. Uh-huh. You are actively eating pie. I am. You need not feel <laughs> any hesitation to voice any thought. <laughs> That's really nice because I've. That's great. This is a good vacation for my entire life. Yes, this is, this the is one time relax. I don't have to feel Take a load off. Right. Because as opposed to every other waking moment of my life where I'm concerned about literally everything around me and how it is perceiving me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This is the one time that I allow myself not to feel that way. Okay, cool. And for an hour, I'm just going to talk. This is Podcast the Pod About Cats. I am your host, TV's Kevin Lanigan. And across the mic, a good friend of mine, been trying to get her on the podcast forever, is Megan Quick. Hi. Hi, I didn't ask you your credits. Did you want me to oh, introduce Jesus, you as, like, no. you might know her from um, UCB 401. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> a graduate of yeah. the basic improv program. Very You're ahead good. of me. I'm not graduated. Well. Yeah. I have one class left. I know the secret of improv and you don't. So. Yes, you have unlocked. <laughs> They've given you the ruby of Del Close that allows you to unlock the secrets of improvisational comedy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. not finished my UCB, but uh, the what improv team current ex-boyfriend is oh. doing classes in the fall, so I might sign up for one of those. Okay, cool. Because they're great. They are okay. geniuses. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... Eh, it's, fuck less, it. Let's, it's less institutionalized. Yeah. Less institutionalized. Less, Although the, it's great education. It's, you know, great education. I'm, I've had some wonderful instructors. Uh, Alex Dixon, yeah. Morgan Phillips, Joey Price, Shout and Div List. Um, I Price. I really liked him. He was really good. Yeah, I, I really, him. really liked I loved all three of them. I thought they were great teachers. UCB as an institution, mm-hmm. as a nothing-nobody comedian, quote-unquote, <laughs> who barely deserves... Let's go with entertainer. Comedian's a little generous. Um, I, uh, I've been feeling a little... Um, not 
jaded, just a little, like, lost. Yeah. And, like, throwing another $450 to finish my UCB education, Mm -hmm. uh, polishing the brass on the Titanic, doesn't feel... Like, the best choice for myself. Yeah, just, like, wait till, you know, I think wait till you have the money in a way that's comfortable. You know what I mean? It's a lot of money. I have to wait in cycles for those classes. 100%. Also, I've, like, tried to be a little more intuitive about when I want to be in a class and when I want to be, like, generating more of my own stuff or, like, yeah. 100%. Um, So my only credit that I'll (laughs) say right now, which is weirdly appropriate for cats, kind of, I played a, um, I have a a show called Antoto, or, yeah, Antoto 2. Yes! Uh, where I played the dog who played Toto in The Wizard of Oz, and it's, like, a show about her friendship with Judy Garland. Wow. Yeah. So it's, just, so it's like, a, yeah. a one-woman show, as it were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is not a, it is not a, a full to-do. It is a one-woman show where you play the dog yes. who played Toto. I'm just trying to make sure. Because I've heard... I've seen snippets of this at, like, BYOT. Yes. RIP, a UCB institution, <laughs> BYOT. Your listenership. Uh, yeah. I'm, and guests. The, the guest list is <laughs> familiar B-Y-O-T. with BYOT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I've, I've seen snippets of this, but I let's let's dive in. Because it's yeah. a very yeah. uh, informal, non-traditional show we're yeah. doing this week. Yeah. Um, so you've, you've finished this. I, well, yeah, I'm trying to bring it to New York, but I did a residency, and it sounds so fancy. My friend started a theater company in Athens, Georgia. Oh, great. He, he, like, asked me to do it there, and so that's the first, that was the world premiere of Toto. Um, Could do a lot worse. No, I mean, it was, oh my god, it was the only time in my life, up till now, I spent two weeks literally just act, like, you know, like, I would go to a theater at night and rehearse, or act, and that was what I was doing. And I nap a lot when I just get to be an artist. <laughs> it doesn't mean I don't work hard, but For I like sure. I if I have control of my days, two p.m. hits, and I am taking a nap. That's beautiful. Yeah. because so, if you're yeah. a performer, <laughs> like most of the most of what you're doing is at night. Right. So you either and you like a lot of energy for like an hour. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. you you wake up. In there are different ways to live this life. Because some people who do night shows will wake up at like. In the PM, yeah, like in yeah. the in the early afternoon, mm-hmm. and then kind of make comedy their like clock in, clock out, right. or their performance, and then kind of like stay out, like stay, right. you know, go to go to bed during the sun. Yes, yeah, uh, during and the sun. during the sun, and yeah. then some people will try to make like a full day, and then their performance is at the end of it, and they go to bed soon after. Yes, um, I slept at night and during the day, <laughs> which is I think a good way to do it. Yeah, it was it was a wonderful experience, and I was I played a dog every night, and that was really fun. Yeah. Um. So I know what it's like to inhabit uh, an animal. An animal. Really get into <laughs> yeah. the head of a beast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, That's fantastic. Yeah, thank you. It was very very fun, and um, I'm yeah. So I've been trying to chase down things to do here in New York with that, among other things. So anyway, that is my. That is your. <laughs> that is your <laughs> animal pedigree. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, so qualifies me to be <laughs> Literally any human being is qualified to be on podcasts. Okay, cool. Like, oh. I oh, okay. I did not have a good knowledge base of cats when okay. I decided to start a show, and that's my white male dick showing, that I'm like, I can talk about cats, I have that authority. Kevin, please put it away. <laughs> <laughs> this is, well, I, you invited me into your home, you offered me pie and tea, and then you treat me this way, yeah, yeah. you are not entitled to this. 
<laughs> yes. So uh, uh, it sounds like. I know the answer to this question already, but the right. first customary question that yes. I will ask any guest, what is your history, if any, with the Broadway musical Cats? Um, okay. Uh, I saw a touring company okay. when I was, I think, in middle school um, and at Jesse Auditorium, wow. which, uh, if you've been there... Jesse Auditorium. Well, because you're from you Missouri. You said it in a way I that I was supposed to. I think of how we're both from Missouri, and I forget that we are not from the same towns in Missouri. No, I'm from towns. Warrington, which yes. is an hour in either direction from anything. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm from Columbia, and Jesse Auditorium is a big um, uh, theater on that camp. You came and saw Les Mis when we were all in Les Mis. I did come and yeah, see Les Mis. That was, was that Jesse Auditorium? That was Jesse So Jesse. I have been yeah. inside. Yes. And I have seen you play... A prostitute. Thank you. Everyone knows my... <laughs> it's like this. They're all prostitutes. <laughs> no, we're all prostitutes. Uh, prostitutes have an interesting history in musical theater, or theater yeah. in general. Yeah. Because um, I feel like theater is much more interested in the prostitute than, say, film. Certainly, okay. say, television. Mm-hmm. Um, and because... Name the prominent prostitutes of cinema. Pretty Woman. Uh, yeah, yeah. A- end of list. <laughs> I'm sure there yeah. are more. Because there's like Jodie are... Foster as like a 12 year old prostitute in Taxi yeah, Driver. But the only other prostitutes are like the young ones. It's like I about kid prostitutes yeah. and stuff like that. Or they're like very background peripheral characters that are there for a joke. Like, hey, honey, what are yeah. you looking for? And then they're like, no, go away. Or like, God help you if you're like, uh, are you familiar with the Adam Sandler Jack Nicholson joint Anger Management? No. Uh, wherein Woody Harrelson plays a trans prostitute uh, named Galaxia uh, in a very 2003 portrayal of uh, Woody Harrelson playing <laughs> a woman. Oh, boy. Uh, or a tra- it's uh, troubling. Um, but theater, yeah, much more interested in prostitutes. Right, yeah, yeah. Les Mis is rife with them. Yeah. La Boheme they- is crazy with them. And I know that they're very oh, similar shows. Right. And they, although they kill off Fontaine pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I would say. And she's the most prominent prostitute in, in, um, Les Mis. For sure. Um, no, but I think you're right. I think there is, well, and I think maybe in theater, the history of it was a little more like actresses were kind of, you know, there was like, for sure. Like, oh, you're being paid to, I, I, it's women, I, I'm not saying this very intelligibly, but Hit it. I think actresses were compared to prostitutes a lot, or like, hmm. especially when actress acting wasn't maybe the most aristocratic thing to do, or it was something you did because you were a working girl, or I don't sure. know. Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge is another one. I mean, <laughs> film first, now on Broadway. That's true. Yeah, because I was about to bring up Fontaine for film, but I'm like, no, she's theater. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, okay, that's interesting. And then in TV, they usually just kill prostitutes for motivation. If they exist <laughs> at all, they are murder victims. Right. <laughs> or they are being talked to in relation to a murder. Right. Uh, yeah. Or it's uh, Game of Thrones, and it's a, a right. bacchanalia, oh. where it's very enthusiastic prostitution. Sure. They love the job. <laughs> they, right, yeah. they would rather do nothing else in the world right, than a little right. bit of prostitution. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's I would say great. in the golden age of Hollywood. So one of my favorite Judy Garland films. Let's bring it back to that. bring it back to Judy. Uh, she was a 
this is a movie called Harvey Girls, and it's actually weirdly... I don't even think they realized how well they were handling their subject matter. Really? But it actually ages pretty well. Angela, young Angela Lansbury is in it. She's very sexy. Um, and she plays kind of... She's a showgirl, but it's yeah. like the subtext is that she's also a prostitute. Or like a, a, madame, a madame or a courtesan or whatever. She's in the world. She's in the world of that. It's the it's the wet, the old west. That's sure. The plot. And then like Judy Garland plays a good girl... But she's willing to become like the dirty showgirl for the man she loves, but he is also willing to clean up for her. So they actually meet in the middle, and it's not a bad. Okay. It's not a bad lesson in what it means to love someone. There have been much worse right. lessons oh. since that. Oh, have you? Um. Oh, speaking of uh, theater and prostitutes, Gigi, do you know that show? Uh, no. Uh, that's. All, it's just sort of the French courtesan tradition, and it's a girl aging into it, and this man who was sort of a, a father figure to her becomes a sexual um, partner. Um, tugging uh, at my collar. It's, uh, I mean, <laughs> there can be oh, complex no. relationships of that nature <clears throat> that, while troubling in a societal tense can be good in a dramatic tense you know what mm -hmm. i mean mm -hmm. like yeah. you can and i don't know where you like come down cats. on that particular show <laughs> well cats has its own thing cats also kind of has this weird prostitution yes element yes. Yeah. with grizabella uh -huh. the like the the main cat that we all love that in it's unclear like the the show i don't think comes out and says Grizabella left the life of the Jellicle Cats and went off and became a prostitute, but I feel like that is the visual implication. The yeah. visual implication is that she is a drug-addled urchin yeah. who sold her body for the stuff. Like, that is that is the shorthand that they are using right. to dress up this cat, generally. Right, right. yes. Yeah, and, of yeah. course, she must sing a dramatic song uh, about... <laughs> Having been a prostitute, don't we all? Wait, so quickly, so back to, like, my, like, experience with cats. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, so I saw it at Jesse Auditorium. I hated it. Sure. I was bored out of my mind. <laughs> I didn't understand why anyone cared. <laughs> I was like, they're cats. What's the deal? Like, who the fuck cares? And that is it. Yeah, and I like actual cats. Sure. Yeah, they're great. You hug them. They're very sweet, usually. Or, or, or they kind of have a personality. That's great. But then the musical Cats, yes, I hated it. I didn't get, I just didn't care. There was nothing to lock into. But I loved Memories, of course. Sure. It's the, but it was the only moment in the whole musical that I gave a single shit. And so, that is late in the game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I was sitting is there. is right at the end. And my grandparents would take me to operas. Like, I would be bored sure. at this place. But oh, this is my worst experience. Was <laughs> and the, the actors were talented. It was, like, I think I saw a good version. So, ultimately, all the discussions of the... Is Grizabella? Grizabella. Grizabella. Is she a whore? I don't know. It's, it's I didn't left really to the interpretation. <laughs> Cats leaves uh, a good amount to what the audience brings to the table itself. Right. It's not going to tell you. It's going to let you... Unlike uh, the movie I saw the other day, Ad Astra, mm -hmm. which wants to, like, feed you every piece of subtext 
so that you cannot possibly mistake what is going on to the point where a character is like actively on screen, like sweating and jittering and Brad Pitt feels the need to be like, that guy's scared. I'm like, yeah. I yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. eyes. Yeah, I can yeah. see what's happening. Give cats, me more credit. <laughs> cat, yeah. Please, as an audience member, give me more credit. Right. I feel like cats, too much credit. It gives me as an yeah, audience maybe, member yeah. too much credit. Give me a little bit more. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Because I just, tr- and also I just remember like feeling bad that I wasn't a dancer. Like, you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I And I tried. Like, I, tr- I took ballet for 10 years. Holy was, shit. Yeah. yeah. I was bad. Like, it was <laughs> the whole, like, no, like, if you work on it and you start from the, you know, whatever. Uh, no, that did not work out for me at all. That story. So, like, it project. yeah, all it did was make me, I, it didn't, it trusted me too much. I couldn't bring anything to it. And then I just felt bad about not being physically fit at 12. You are not alone. In, a, in you, uh, any of these. Thank you for saying that. The number one thing that so people bad. leave I cats... I need... Yes, of course, I as a man must reaffir- reaffirm you. Yeah. Uh, or no, else your feelings are meaningless. No, but I wasn't alone. Um, the number one thing... And I've... This is the 16th episode of this show that I've recorded. Wow. And... And... Yeah, Christ. <laughs> what a life I'm living. Um, <laughs> but the number one thing that people come back from seeing cats... They say they're confused. That is yeah, the yes. universal reaction to seeing cats is that they are confused and i feel like the problem is you expect there to be something and there is actually nothing yeah you are not missing anything no it is the cats have all come together and one of them is going to go to heaven here is a list of cats and their traits and attributes right and that is it yes the only song in the show that is not directly about a cat is memory. You know, the there there are a couple introductory songs that are like, here's what's going on, all right, and you gotta and go. Mm-hmm. And then memory comes in at the end, and then every other song is here is a cat's list of credentials. Yeah. And I'm just I'm wondering, because I'm I am a fan like it sounds like a nut like it's very nihilistic in a strange way. I just I, I'm, Just say what you gotta say. I know, I know. It's Sunday. Sing your heart song. No, <laughs> um, but ca- like, like, like I appreciate that it is this clay that you're supposed to bring whatever to, right? Sure. And people do love cats, and it makes sense that a play about them would feel like a trick <laughs> to see because sure. that's like the experience of having a cat. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you love me? Is there anything there? I don't know, but I pay a lot of money. Haven't we all been in relationships like that? <laughs> yeah. um, so I like weirdly appreciate that it exists, mm-hmm. but I did not enjoy the experience of seeing it. But it's not an uncommon experience, yes. and I can only imagine... Again, you are Joe Schmo Midwesterner. Uh-huh. You're on vacation in New York yeah, in yeah. 1983. And, and Is that bef- when it came out? Um, that's like the heyday of Broadway Cats. Okay, okay. In the year where Cats is going to make like two billion dollars in one year yeah that is around two billion in one year so like fuck you avatar like cats won but to be fair theater tickets are a lot more expensive than movie tickets right right um 
But that's just no, one that's year. Really good. That's really yeah. it, It's unbelievable. It is undeniably one of the most successful smash hit Broadway shows of all time. Right. And yeah. it is deeply confusing, yeah. hugely divisive. <laughs> um, and that is what makes it kind of this strange miracle that I, I'm not yet tired of talking about. Sure. Because it is a completely unique event. Right. It is a completely unique phenomena. There's nothing else like Cats. Certainly nothing else that has gotten anywhere close to this level of success right. or cultural... Longevity. Longevity, yeah. cultural lo- knowledge. Everybody knows mm-hmm. about Cats. Right, that's true. You know that poster on site. You might not know anything about it, but you've heard about it mm-hmm. and, you've, and you've, you've... You've heard memories. You've, you've uh, Yes. You've teared up a little. Right. Yeah. But being... Joshua Westerner. Yes. On vacation with your family of four. Yeah. You throw down hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. on tickets to a Broadway show. Mm-hmm. And it's this. Yeah. And it's two and a half hours of people in cat costumes just saying their own name over and over again. Yeah. It feels like a trick. It yes. feels like yes. a hoodwink. Yes, it does. And then it's like beautiful and expensive or, you know, like it's a beautiful extravagant beautiful music but then yeah and then you're like what happened to me in this room what did i bring into this whereas the (laughs) show did it take from me (laughs) what what did i bring and what did it take those are the questions all right so my question for you okay so the phenomena of cats and now we are because you created this podcast sure because it was the, the impetus the inciting incident was the trailer Debuting and becoming a minor cultural <laughs> phenomenon unto itself. One of the most important short films of the 21st century is the trailer for Cats. Right. Um, in the same way that I feel like A Star Is Born did as well, sure. where this trailer comes out and everybody's talking about it, mm-hmm. and it almost works better than the film that it's going to end up becoming. And I really liked The Star is Born. Like, I have the Blu-ray out I there. Seen it. Um, I think it's really good. Like we were talking about earlier, a very complex relationship depicted in sure. that film. Yeah. Quote-unquote problematic in several mm-hmm. ways, but a deeply complex relationship between two people. Right. Um, but the, it came out, it's a huge cultural moment. You know, people, I, I was immediately invited to a Facebook event that said, we are seeing cats. Yeah. Uh, five months yeah, <laughs> before oh, this yeah. fucking thing is going to come out. Yeah. Um, and hey, cats, I'm waiting on that second trailer. I have a show to produce. I would <laughs> love you to give me something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a couple more songs that I want to cover. Uh, but we are doing a very special non-song episode today that I'm very excited about. Wait, um, we're doing a not we are not covering a particular song. Because when we're covering a song, I like to listen to it, like, five times before uh-huh. we record. Just, like, really, like, feel like I understand it Wait, and I can discuss it. Absolutely no. not. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> covering a song means we are talking about it on the show. Uh, friend of the show, Aaron Harlan, did the same thing. I was like, where I was, Where she was like, you did not tell me about this. And I was like, no, 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 no. And, Sorry. Well, and I'm like, I have a mix where I'm like, don't make me sing kind of thing. Oh, I, don't make me sing. I didn't want to bring out that side of me. Because right <laughs> I, I try to do funny things and then I'm always like, but wait, do I stop? You know, like it's not a good part of me. I understand. Yes. No, we yeah, are, yeah. we are, we are not, it's not an talking well. about yeah. a song today. Yeah. Okay. Because you and I just didn't pick one. <laughs> we did cool. We as a unit did not decide one. <laughs> Uh, I was apple picking, you were busy, we all got stuff going yeah, on. Yeah. Uh, Persona 5 is a video game that exists, I'm deeply invested in that. Cool. Okay. Um, 
but oh Christ, I've Sorry, completely forgotten rambled. what I'm yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about. It's oh the trailer. Yes, the trailer yeah. comes out. It's cultural movement. I think of the name Podcats. The show starts getting made. Yes. You had a question. I feel like that inspired this, or you were starting a question. Well, because we just start, well we were just talking about the cultural phenomenon, and then so what I I wanted to bring up the trailer. It's yeah. Everybody knows about it. Yeah, we've all seen like, those cats. Ju- Where do you come from on this? I've only seen it once. The trailer. You were the first person to come into this room and say those words. <laughs> I didn't think anybody had only seen it once. It's like Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I'm like, we've all seen that at least twice, right? Right. Well, I have seen that twice. Okay. Or more. Um, because my brother really liked it. And seen it a hundred times. I know you have. That's <laughs> such hopeless. a surprise, Kevin. <laughs> I'm a white male nerd of a certain age. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've all got it memorized. Yeah, did. Uh, but you, okay. Because I've gotten some very interesting dissenting opinions lately. Okay. Uh, what... You've only seen it once. What is your initial reaction? I I mean, I saw I watched the trailer and honestly, I'm um I'm going to come out as a Taylor Swift fan. I am a Taylor Swift fan. Same here. Part of my um interest was uh to see what she would look like as a cat. And then I forgot about all the other famous people. <laughs> and I was like, oh, uh, whoa. Get yourself by Judy Dench, <laughs> yeah. Ian McKellen. Weirdly, uh, Judy Dench didn't bother me, saying Judy Dench is a Well, cat. because she... She pulls everything she, off. Yeah, she, she... It's a look. She can pull it off. She also it. is just like... Looks like Judy Dench, and you just, like, put some right. carnival makeup on her yeah. face. Like, they did not do her as dirty as, say, Jennifer Hudson. Right. Uh, yeah. Who comes out yeah. looking a mess. Yeah. Um, Judy looks great. Ian looks great. Because they, it seems like they didn't go too hard on right. those guys. Idris, same way. Rebel looks a little weird. Rebel, uh, kind of looks like a cat. Oh. Kind of looks like, almost too much like a cat, which I know is a weird complaint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but in... But in the same movie, and again, we are working off seconds of footage here, and right, we've all right. already made up our minds <laughs> off of seconds. Right. Um, but yeah. in in a trailer where Taylor Swift just looks like she painted her naked body like right. a cat, yeah. In yeah. a for somebody, they have just realized their like ideal sexual being right. is Taylor Swift I as a cat. Know. And I'm also worried about her because I I love her so much, but I just don't. I don't see her as an actress, which is maybe... Uh, I, Valentine's Day? <laughs> the um. season two finale of New Girl? That was very good, actually. She was very funny in a one. very short like cameo appearance. Yeah, yeah. She was very funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, someone, someone but, saw the, the catted up Taylor Swift and right. was like, this is Awoken. Because we all thought it was going to appeal to furries. And furries have come out anti-this movie. When I listened to your episode. Yes. Yeah, uh, with Matt, Matt Rain. Rain uh, my fellow insane person, Matt Rain. Who I am a big I am a big fan of Matt Rain. Uh, Matt Rain, nicest man in comedy. Like also one of the fucking funniest. Yeah, he's so funny. He did my favorite bit ever at BYOT, but I won't say it here. You don't want to do somebody else's bit. Was it no. the guy who the loved being in the Matrix? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I it's, brought this every- It is an all-time great Bit. Every time I see him, I tell him about it, and I'm sure it's. He's like, "Yes, I know, I wrote it." It is a. <laughs> it is seven seconds long. I know. It is singularly one of the funniest well, things. I, I don't want to set it up in case he wants to like do it again. Yes. it is one of right. the funniest right. things I've ever and, seen. And I truly miss BYOT, but like so, you know, it could go long. And I think what was so. Yep. And hey, was so, uh, three-hour show <laughs> on a Sunday night starting at eleven. It you was, say it went long. What was so fun though is that it was. Made the for me it was like my biggest laugh and it was like seven and I was like thank you this feels like relief and the show that's always a little 
People are trying stuff out. Makes sense. People are think- everyone's trying stuff out. A lot yeah. of solo performers yeah. trying out a lot of weird shit. Yeah. Um, that so- is where we came up with the bit that I'm proudest of. Uh, a dramatic reading of Who's On First, mm-hmm. which I still love doing. Yes. And uh, if you're in New York every six months or so, I will bust that out. Hopefully with Megan. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was very fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... So we were saying, okay. Where your initial perspective, because you don't seem to be as horrified by these beasts as many people seem to be. I'm, I mean, I was creeped. I, I mean, yeah, I feel like I've seen worse. I feel like our, I feel like we have such as, like, our memories are so short. Like, Avatar's fucking weird. Avatar's fucking weird. Because yeah. you're like, that's Sigourney Weaver's face on the blue thing. Right. And it didn't. And Joey, or not Joey Fox. <laughs> Zoe Saldana. Who, who like, kind of looks like a beautiful alien in a way. Yeah. In a way. Well, she almost exclusively plays beautiful space Aliens. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, she is, of course, Gamora, and she is Uhura, <laughs> and she has really made a career out of beautiful space women. And honestly, yeah. Yeah, nobody in the game human. better at it yeah. than her. No, like, I really... Nobody in the and game. And I know, what I love is that I know each of those paychecks are so meaty, and I'm really happy for her. In that. Happy and, for her. Um, but, yeah, so... I, I found out the furry community. I didn't even think of that when I was listening. That That's was a revelation conscientious in that episode. Well, I was just like, you were like, oh yeah, the furries don't like it. And I was like, oh, I guess I could see why people would be curious about that. But I think like, I think the furries probably are very specific and about what they it's, like. And it's, it's a sexual predilection that I don't fully understand. Don't feel comfortable truly speaking on it. Mm-hmm. But it is a specific sort of thing Usually based around people dressing up as animals, yes. as opposed to people being animals. Right. And feel free to yell at me if I'm incorrect. No, I, I don't think you're incorrect at all. Um, but when I heard the episode, that was the first time I even thought of it. But yeah, the the yeah they didn't. I mean, I saw the cultural reaction. I have a lot of very funny friends. I follow on Instagram, and they've made really funny takedowns of it or like screenshots of it and stuff. And yeah, I think I've just seen weirder. I, yeah. Or, or, I don't know. Like, I we, hope I'm not disappointing you. <laughs> no, I want mm. everyone... Because I had somebody come in here the other day. This episode's probably already come out. Who was like, I like the look of this. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of cool design elements going mm-hmm. on. There's like that weird, like fluorescent milk bar that they're yeah. all singing and dancing at that like that looks really cool there yeah. i like this sort of rainy cobblestone look that yeah. they've got this like london of the whatever era this is set in like look that we have going that is very interesting and god help me i think there's a lot of movies coming out this year later this year they're gonna be great you know jojo rabbit comes out in a couple weeks and i'm fucking psyched for that movie but there's nothing that I just want to see, want right, to take right, into yeah, my eyeballs more yeah. than cats. I gotta see what's going on. Maybe this is a comment. Okay, because what we were discussing before, where it's like, like I hated seeing the musical, but of course my curiosity, like you gotta see it, you know. And, and maybe uh, a cat is, will warn you against curiosity. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, but maybe this is because I kind of feel the same way. Like I need to go see cats. And I gotta get out there. I gotta go see Christmas twenty eight nineteen. Yeah, I gotta go see cats. Yeah, and that. Yeah, and I think there's just something fascinating about it. Also, I like living in a world where that trailer exists. So many other shitty things are truly happening right now. The like absurdism flared up in the worst way. You know, with the, our current president, like <sighs> this, this like nihilism. It's been bad, and so now. 
And I, I am not a philosophy person, but, like, when it comes to cats and sort of this absurd, ridiculous, I'm so happy money and talent went into this. And a lot of People it. spend energy on it. And main, like, Taylor Swift is kind of the queen of a mainstream pop world. She's in this, like, fucking insane thing that's considered mainstream. Right. But when you break it to the parts, you're like, what is this? And somehow... <laughs> This is her, like, movie musical debut. Yeah, yeah. That it was almost Les Mis. Yes, I remember that. Um, but it ended up being... And I love her, but... Because that cats. is way too hard to... I mean, we can't it's, it's not... It, it, uh, I mean, when Taylor Swift listens to this, I'm just trying to make sure she's not insulted. It didn't fit. Yeah. It, it just... It's not the right part for her. Right, yeah. Um, but this... And she's in this... In not a particularly big part. Like, Bomb yeah, Ballerina is not the star she yeah. is a piece of yeah. this yeah uh like jason derulo's part is bigger yeah or the rum tum tugger has like two songs yeah. yeah um it's it's such an interesting phenomenon what is idris elba going to bring to the table something great something always, great always. he's always good yeah ian mckellen always good cannot wait I to see this i forgot ian mckellen was in it <laughs> And this guy, Ian McKellen, has been such a big part of our generation's pop cultural right. history. Because yeah, yeah. he's fucking Gandalf, mm-hmm. and he's fucking Magneto, mm-hmm. and this guy has just always been around for us. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, he is playing a sad old actor that it never really happened for. Mm-hmm. And that is going to destroy me. Mm, mm. he's going to sing a song about like his wistful time on the stage he's going to try and make it sound grand but it was ultimately very small mm. and that is going to destroy me um, so your personal knowledge of cats has grown immensely okay so when this when you first started this podcast when like, the trailer first came out did you like know any of the songs or anything? I saw like, I truly only know memory. the taped, like, 1998 version Oof. of it. Mm. Um, the official version of it that I they did we, it. I watched on, like, music class. Exactly. Yeah. I think I watched it in, like, drama two right, yeah, yeah. in high school when the teacher didn't feel like teaching for a couple days. Yes, so yeah. So we put on Cats. Or Stomp. <laughs> uh, yeah, or, you know, and in the same way, we watched... 80s little shop and stuff like that mm-hmm. um no complaints here but i saw it and there were a couple songs that i never forgot i never forgot right. run tum tugger i never forgot mr mistopheles 10 years later i could recall huge chunks of that song without trying right, right. they were just in without you. having ever listened to it mm-hmm. in the interim mm-hmm. they just stuck in there and I remember, like you, being deeply confused, annoyed, kind of angry that I didn't understand <laughs> it. I was, I was frustrated. I couldn't figure out this fucking thing. So um, I like puberty. <laughs> yeah. And so in the same period of time where I was watching, like, the, the movie version of Chicago, which is fucking incredible, mm-hmm. and and uh, the movie version of Rent, which is By the way, not incredible, um, go for it. Renee Zellweger has made a comeback in Judy. I just want to say that because you brought up Chicago. Oh. Renee Zellweger, everyone go see it. She's amazing. Judy? Judy. It is an uneven biopic, but um, Renee is an amazing Judy Garland. It's a film? It's a fa- what are you talking about? I've not heard of it. What? <laughs> I, this is the first you time here. Like, Renee no, Zellweger no. played Judy Garland. Yeah. What the? I'm offended. I. I mean, you are the biggest Judy Garland fan I know. She. But you didn't text so me about Judy. Good. She is Judy trailer. So Renee Zellweger is the good. first thing that comes up. Not a lot of famous Judys. Uh, 
Um, oh, it, this yes. year? I saw it last week. This yes. year? Sorry, it's out now? Yeah. Please. Look at her, and you watch it. Holy and shit. And it's just Judy. She's just Judy. She looks like Judy. Yeah. Or, like, to me, she looks like Liza, who is fucking right. Judy's daughter. Right. But yeah. Well, and then later, she was more about her hair was like that. Oh, my God. Kids need a home, Judy. I know what kids need. They need their mother. She did such a good job. She sounds like Judy. I know. She does, and it's interesting because Renee Zellweger can sing. She can. She wasn't necessarily trying to mimic Judy, but she really sold the song. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's interesting. I had and no so anyway, idea that this existed. really. You were saying uh, you seen Chicago. You love Chicago. Right, and this yeah. is in the same time. You know, saw 2006 Rent, which is I not particularly it, good, but there are a lot of like. Uh, I thought it was the Lovey Bohem and all that stuff is like it. It you can't. I can't top it. When it came out, I thought it was a perfect film. They're, like, burning <laughs> their uh, art to stay warm, but they're also throwing it out the window. <laughs> um, and they don't want to pay rent. And they, rent, 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 rent. I and don't want to pay rent. I moved to New York, and I always pay my rent. So I want to say that. Yeah, I'm more responsible than uh, uh, Angel, etc. Yeah. As the only rent character I could conjure. Yeah, yeah. Um, T. Diggs, he's the landlord. You know what? Like, maybe I'm just getting old, but I'm like... Listen, y'all have been living rent free for a long time. Like yeah. it's not unconscionable of Tay Diggs to ask you to pay your fucking rent. Right? Yeah. Uh, I know it's high. Like yeah. I pay it every month, but yeah, yeah. like. Well, I think, and it's. I think the nuance argument is that they they I that they they were being priced out. It was like gentrification, all that. Yeah, obviously. But I really love just being outraged and going, "Wow, everyone has to pay rent." <laughs> <laughs> I just feel rent. Undeniable cultural institution. One of the most important shows in the history of Broadway. It's kind of fun to make fun of Rent. It's, it is, it, yeah. it's, We're all having a good time making fun of Rent. Yeah. And I mean no ill will. It's not my favorite show it in the world. It makes more sense than Cats. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it's much easier to understand, like, six artists living in New York trying to eke out a living. You know, one of them's uh, trying to quit the stuff. A uh, couple of them have AIDS. You know, there's like a, it's it's a it's a much easier story to grasp than yeah. asking us to buy into a musical based on a series of children's poems by T. S. Eliot. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is an element oh, of that. And also, um, a quick a follow up with that. My mom really loved those poems. So we oh, had, you had Old Possum's Book of Jellicle yeah, Cats. Yes. So we I read those as a kid too. Oh, that's great. Anyway, I, I keep interrupting you. Um, you <laughs> please do. Okay. The listeners are thanking you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So all these shows we saw it, and then you saw the 1998 version. So that is all I was bringing to the table. Yeah. Really, right. is like yes. seeing that ten years ago, and seeing the trailer that day. Yeah. And thinking that Cats is interesting enough to build like a mini series around. I can't do this show no. every week. To the end of time. No, not a, oh, not, a, not, a, not a television <laughs> miniseries. I was like, please, God. No not more. a television miniseries. Um, it's not Top of the Lake. It's... it's, it's <laughs> You're like, no, my podcast. No, 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 this podcast. I'm like, I could do this until January mm -hmm. and have a good time and talk to a lot of fun people about yes, yes. a unique piece of pop culture. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, and anyway, I think it's about time. That we segue into what I wanted. Okay, okay. This is what I came up with waiting for your train um, to talk about. Because, of course, Andrew Lloyd Webber 
has written more shows than Cats. I've heard. He famously, of course, wrote uh, Phantom of the Opera. I hate it. Uh, you hate Phantom? Okay. I, hate I actually Talking about not, this now. I do not like Andrew Lloyd Webber that much. I don't. And I'm sorry, Andrew. <laughs> ALW, I know you're listening. Yeah. You vain bastard. Um, I, I am not the biggest, uh, supporter of ALW either, but God help me, that guy produces some unique yes, <laughs> auteurs yeah. to pieces of work. Right. And again, it's like, I'm glad he exists. Right. I'm Even glad if he's the not cat to your trailer taste. exists. Like, I think it's good for humanity. Right. I, it is not my taste. No. It's just not your thing. And that's. Okay. And I think we all need to be reminded of that from time to time. Yeah. Is that it's okay for some things to just not be for you. Yeah, that's right. And and that's okay. And and Andrew Lloyd Webber. Although I really hate Phantom of the Opera. Okay. <laughs> do, uh, do you want to talk? Do you want to speak to that? Anything in particular? I think it's... I Rock, opera, I can't. I can't do it. And he didn't... It, ugh. <laughs> opera with guitars. Yes. <laughs> with and electric I, guitars. Ugh, it just feels so cheesy. And then... Uh, oh, it's, oh, it's and cheesy. And I don't like the plot. And I think it's... Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I'm going to stop my phone very quickly. Okay. Because I'm about to get a series of texts because I forgot what time it was. Okay. Um, I, I was an RA at the Missouri Fine Arts Academy, which you and I both attended. Yes. And um, the last uh, group of boys I was the RA for, we still um, tell each other happy crappy before our uh, every day. So we send like the worst part of our day and the best part of our day to each other. And I've been doing that for like three years strong. That's so cute. Yeah. So I forgot what time it was though. And I'm about to get like a bunch of fucking uh, invitations. You are the third MoFo alum to guest on this show. Oh my God. Um, so this is a, a pro Missouri Fine Arts Academy podcast. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Someone else is wearing your skin like a pelt right now and it's it's not the man I loved. Um, so Phantom, too cheesy. You can't buy into it. Yeah, I just truly hate every part of Phantom. Okay. Yeah. Not even just specifically the movie. Just the entire I don't like it. Phantom market. That's fine. I think That's and very again, I like Think of Me. I like that song. Think of me fondly. That is the most perfect. Uh, when you say God no, that's you're hitting the. Notes. It's a it's a little out of my register. It's um, there, but it's it's I you know if if uh, under duress I could make it happen. Yeah. Um, but uh, Phantom, now my I don't sit down and watch Phantom all the time. Mm-hmm. There are some undeniable like you're not into it. Uh, it's just it really just like puts a fire in my soul but that's fine that movie is i don't respect that crap that's fine i don't deserve respect and that's what we think and that's the fucking thesis of this show so what i've brought is another we're gonna we're gonna watch some clips of another piece of andrew lloyd Webber musical theater this is of course the infamous Starlight Express. Okay. So, Cats. I don't know much about it. 1981. Debuts in London. Okay. Huge smash. Okay. 1983. Comes to New York. One of the biggest shows in the history of Broadway. If not the number one. I think the only thing that's given it 
uh, run for its money is like Hamilton. Yeah. Or I guess the Lion King. Yeah. Um, or Phantom. <laughs> like those popular are popular opinion. I love Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm gonna get popular. a lot of shit for this. Pretty good show, <laughs> guys. Hey guys. Man, that I he I hate shot. saying it as a musical theater fan. That is made probably my favorite fucking show in well, the history. Yeah. Of yeah. It's fucking incredible. It's I know it's huge. I know it's popular, <laughs> but it's a fucking great Megan guys. Kevin, Megan and Kevin got together in Brooklyn to let the world know <laughs> Hamilton. Good show, check y'all. It uh, check it out. Check it out uh you'll never get tickets uh but starlight express so cats okay. one of the biggest shows yeah history of the medium of theater andrew lloyd weber takes that clout takes that that animus that right. ability that blank check yeah and he writes it for this okay this is the commercial So there are a lot of people on rollerblades. <laughs> they are in 80s techno medieval armor. They're robot people. I wonder if that number will still let me go see Starlight Express. Oh my god, you should try it. <laughs> what is? But what's what? Yeah, at the Gershwin Theater. So this is an infamous flop. This show is is. A, a a an interesting black spot on the history of Andrew Lloyd Webber's career because this is what he takes Cats the phenomenal success of Cats immediately turns around and tries to make this and right. I know the listening audience can't see what we just saw but go to YouTube Starlight it, Express commercial it was something it is a I don't legion know what I just saw. <laughs> of actors on rollerblades in like cyberpunk hockey pads yeah skating around in a techno wasteland. Can you imagine also the talent pool they got for, like, actors who are all very good rollerbladers? Hyper-competent rollerbladers. Right, and then, because, like, it looked like some pretty interesting choreography was going on there. A notoriously impossible show to do. Okay, okay. Because you need a million people that can all (laughs) skate. You, not just... Be able to skate. But to move around in skated choreo. (laughs) To be able to synchronize skate on a stage. Was there a plot to it? I assume there is. I'm not aware of it. Not not as interested. Are we going to the Wikipedia (laughs) for Starlight Express? Okay, yeah, let's 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 do it. Um (laughs) let's let's get I guess we should get an idea of what we're talking about. Okay. Uh, the musical tells the story of a young but obsolete steam engine named Rusty oh. who races in a championship against modern engines in the hope of impressing a first-class carriage, Pearl. Famously, the actors perform the entire show on rollerblades. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Starlight Express is also the most successful musical in Germany, where it has been performed in a purpose-built theater since 1988. All right, so it's a huge flop, but it's the most successful musical in Germany. But in Germany, they love it. They built a theater specifically to do Starlight Express. It is structured Mm. around being for <laughs> Starlight okay. Express um, since 1988. I'm I'm not fact-checking this to see if it's still going. 
Uh, according to Wikipedia, it's still going. going. And this cited source is from 2018. So it was recent. So if it stopped, it was real recent. Um, incredible. Yeah. Uh, and we are going to sample, of course, several songs and Tony Award okay, performances. Okay. I have not screened these beforehand okay. to a great deal. But we didn't pick a song. I've been wanting to get to this all at right, some okay, point right. anyway. Thank you for trying. And me. just try and see what we're... So this is what we're about... Just try and stop Just try me. and stop <laughs> me. Uh, this is what we're about to watch. The 1987 Tony performance of Starlight Express dot MP4. Okay. Because <laughs> that was uploaded in that era of YouTube. Cool. The curtain descends on a Tony audience. Okay. We see two lone rollerbladers. Expectation. <laughs> so, how would you describe how these two men are dressed? Uh, yes, like you steampunk armor. Um, it like almost medieval, but made of like of car parts. Robot, or yeah, robot conductors. This, this. The 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 gentleman who is being sung to has sort of six bicycle wheels yeah, yeah, on yeah, his yeah, arms. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> There's also like one guy's wearing a scarf. Yeah, there uh, he's wearing he dressed like a train conductor. If a train conductor had to wear loose pots and pans on their body at all times. Also, can I just? They're very committed. And they're I, completely in it. Yeah, and it's like. This is... Oh my god. Like, these are talented people who, like, made it on Broadway, and this is what they made it in. They're in steampunk Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh. So, I guess... Which is a better idea for a musical. Which is a way. pretty good idea for a fucking musical. Um, George Carlin can still play the conductor. Um, what? So, it seems like... They are each playing trains. Oh, now they're... No, wait, wait. Now they're skating. Okay, so they're... They're skating they forward. They wear skates because they're all kind of these machines. They're, they're... They are trains. <laughs> they... Because the plot description we just read is that engine. Rusty is a steam oh, engine. He is a train trying to impress a lady train. Because <laughs> it's an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. So, like... Someone is like, I'm a hideous beast, but this I must is, be loved. This is interesting because he like took it was sort of like the success of cats, and he was like, let me take something else and anim like personify it, but it was trains, and that's weird. <laughs> it was trains, yeah, and that's weird. And these people have like soot on their faces. Right. They have little boy urchin like black spots on so their cheeks. To be what? I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and say these people are very committed. And this is not awesome. a very interesting song. No, that they no, are it's saying. very boring. It's it's very boring to see, but I appreciate really, that they are in it. They just got applause. I'm this is their well, it's the tone. Well, so you right. applaud for everything. Right. Uh, the worst thing in the world could happen, and you have to go like. Yeah. Yeah. Like when James Franco hosts the Oscars oh, and yeah. uh, gives the an all-time worst comedic performance for humanity, right. and gets applause every day. Right. Right. Anne Hathaway still pissed about it. I love Anne Hathaway. We stan Hathaway. Okay. Yeah. 30 
rollerbladers have come on stage and, and have become a star. Okay. Yeah. And are skating in the same way that in springtime for Hitler, they do a this, this move with a swastika, they are doing it with a star. These actors are very talented. It's unbelievable. I am agog that they are skating with... Su- they're skating uphill? Yeah. I'm looking at it happen. There's a huge upward ramp at the back of the stage that must only be there for Starlight Express and people are skating up a fucking wow. ramp. Wow. Wow. There's a there's a sort of balcony that they are like roller or it's a, like a catwalk above yeah. the audience and they are moving as this crazy roller gang. Like this is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Fascinating. Wow. I mean, okay, there is something, ca- like, okay, I like, I kind of hate it, and I don't understand anything that's happening. Still a pretty bad song that but, they are sick. Yeah, no, like, I don't, I have not cared about this song for a, a second. It's um, a completely default musical theater uh, song. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, a temp maybe that's track. something I also don't like about Interlude Re- Weber. I feel like he kind of started the like. Like, I feel like musicals... I think one of the reasons Hamilton was such a big splash is because the music finally sounds like something different. It doesn't sound like every fucking thing else. And, like, I love Wicked. It still sounds like everything else. You know, like, there's this, like, poppy musical thing that got popular, and I think Andrew Lloyd Webber was part of that. Um, And I, like, like, you know, I miss uh, West Side Story, when every song was its own fucking... Stamp. And now it's always like, why am I alone? You know? Oh my god. I mean, what is that like, song from? Like, that's like, basically yeah. every... Well, people tell me, like, Dear Evan Hansen is brilliant, and then I listen to him, like, I'm bored. I am just bored. It, the yeah. eras of fucking Broadway have sounds that they are stuck to. Right. And, right. and cannot escape from. So you listen to any musical from the 50s, and it sounds like right. every yeah. other fucking musical from that era. Yeah. They all completely blend together. It doesn't matter who wrote it. And guess what? The same thing happened again in, like, the 2000s. Right, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. next to normal, and, and you know, these are good shows that yeah. I'm, like, about to drag, but they all sound... Suddenly every Broadway guy always sounds like this. Yeah. And he's singing a song about his life. He's done with this shit. Yeah. And they all sounded like that. The actors, the, it, it became this uniform garbage. <laughs> and the reason that shows, like Book of Mormon, which yeah. we are seeing a preview for on YouTube <laughs> right now, or... Hamilton, or yeah. even in the Heights before Hamilton, yeah. the reason those shows take off is that they sound one, well, good, but two, different than anything else on yeah, stage yeah, at yeah. that moment. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah. And sometimes you can try something experimental and fall flat on your face. Yeah. And it happens. Or they or even like like um uh Great Comet, I thought was brilliant. Yeah. But, you know, but it just wasn't part of that structure. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I think Andrew Lloyd Webber sort of the spectacle theater, it being about the weird like what's the most extravagant thing you can do on stage rather than like what's the most compelling story you can tell. Um, is kind of what happened. Well, which makes sense, because Cats. Um, yeah. But weirdly, I think Cats at least works culturally, because I don't, I, I don't know. It's, Cats <laughs> has that effect on I'm the like brain. Literally trying where you're like, how do I articulate 
what this show is doing, what yeah. it is bringing to the table. Yeah. It's hard because it's not Dear Evan Hansen or any, and you know what? Good show, you know, like a, a very successful show, a lot of very talented people involved in it. If you played me a song from Dear Evan Hansen, I wouldn't be able to tell you what musical that's from. Right. Yeah. And that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. I a, a musical should have its own sound. Yeah. And say what you will about Oklahoma, I can mm. probably pick out a song from Oklahoma if you played it for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. one I've not heard. Yeah, before. yeah, even if you're not, like, super into it. You're yeah. like, Oklahoma sounds like that. Yeah, I wanted to solve why Cats was important. We, I mean, it's... In this it's undeniably important. Yeah, it is. It's a I mean, hugely successful show. Yeah, that's true. That's changes true. Broadway. Launches ALW, one of our, I mean, most successful what else has he Broadway composers. I mean, Phantom. And he did, the most recent thing was School of Rock. Right. Um, he did that. Uh, I don't want to disparage that. Again, a lot of talented people involved. Right. Um, but the School of Rock is unfortunately part of the modern era of Broadway where it is just... You like this movie, right? Right. <laughs> what yeah, if yeah, we yeah. set it to music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes that works very well. Yeah. Bring It On is a very good show. Legally Blonde is a very good show. Mm-hmm. Um, but boy, there sure are a lot of those, huh? Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, but it's I mean, that's Beetlejuice and Mean mm-hmm. Girls oh. and Clueless coming soon and uh, Shrek. <laughs> Although Clueless is based on a book, let's be real. That's fair. So is Mean Girls. Um, oh, that's true. So we are going to watch now the title yeah. track okay. from Starlight Express from what I believe is, uh, well, let's see what the country of origin of this show. Um, oh, oh, sorry. Wow. Singapore. Again, steampunk yeah. Rocket Man. He's got the bicycle wheels on his arms. Yes, that's still there. Um, he's got a headband. I can't believe they have to stand there and actually be in roller skates and not fall over. How the? Yeah, you have to learn how to stand stationary yeah. on roller I skates. Can't. I mean, honestly, I am truly impressed with these actors. Like, I, I can't, I can't praise these actors. I mean, you are talking about spectacle theater. Yes, I know, but I'm. This is. A, a piece of that. Again, none of the music has been interesting so far. No. This is a very boring song to watch. Right. And is not interesting musically. It is completely undistinct besides the fact that he is singing the words Starlight Express right. telling us what show we're watching. <sighs> Man, but it is engaging to watch them rollerblade. It is. That is the most interesting part. They're like robots. Yeah, they're. Well, I guess that's what a train looks like. Well, okay. So I'm also thinking logistically of the story of like. So now all the trains are interacting. The trains are big. <laughs> you know what? Trains are big. I'm just because like with the cats, it makes sense. They're all in like a weird like garbage area. Yeah. They're being cats. You you've seen this. Everyone's seen that. But. What is going on with the with the, uh, trains? the trains? How do they like pull up next to each other? Yeah. I'm choosing to not worry about it. <laughs> and also, just take. This actor is. He's so good. This actor oh is giving God. me a lot of face work that I'm enjoying. Um, he's being a train. <laughs> he's moving like a train would. He's chugging his arms like he a train. Is. He is. Oh my God. The actors are the only reason. I feel like Cats is the same way, where, like, you're 
if you need engaging performers. Right. But this show, if I'm not mistaken... The music's terrible. Uh, the music is terrible. Um, but this show was Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark Before It's Time, right, where this is an say. ankle breaker. Yeah. This is an oh. injury show. Right. Um, because you're on fucking rollerblades the whole time, the whole time wow. and people roll their ankles constantly, and it is just a disaster. Yeah, God. And man, this is a really boring song to watch. Yeah, he skated around for ten total seconds, which is not his fault. That's the that's the direction and choreo he's been given. Yeah, maybe what I feel about Andrew Lloyd Webber is that I think his shows are kind of shitty, but also I marvel at the talent that's demanded of the actors who are appear in the shows because they're so complex, and like these people are truly putting their lives on the line for, for the the, worst the majesty of Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, all right. In credit. Yeah, I don't. Of course. Now I've I have been uh, okay. Nope. We have two more, Um, and we're gonna cover two more. And uh, it's late. I want to get you out of here. But also, (laughs) these two songs must be enjoyed. This song is called ACDC, (laughs) and this is already much more interesting. There's 37 robot people on stage. And they're all trains. And they're all so trains, all, all but a lot trains. of them are sexy pinup trains. So all these trains are in the... In the where are they? A train yard? yard. And they're all just hanging out? Smoke is being sprayed, are and they, they are freaking be, out. Are they supposed to be the spirits of a train? That seems like a good interpretation. Right. This is the soul uh, like of the train. Like, my brain is trying Let's to cling on to something to make sense of this story. But we are getting... The lights have gone down. There's incredible light work going on right now. And, and like, again... Look up this video. Oh. Are there trucks? It's impossible to describe what's happening right now. Yeah, I don't know. There's a sort of soul train dance tunnel where all of these—they're all announcing who they are. Yeah, and it is a horrible song. Yeah, and again, (laughs) guys, these actors are are selling it, and it's amazing. Their hair is insane. Their makeup is insane. One of them is wearing like two colanders on their breasts. This was in 2013. This is a Singaporean production of... Yeah, these are not 1984 cameras that we are seeing. The Tony Awards were 1984 cameras. Um, Mac tonight has descended from the sky. Oh my god. And boy, it is a spectacle. It is also not... It's just weird. Whoa. Wow. So this is a, a star-spangled sort of rock-a-doodle sort of... Got a mohawk. Red, white, and blue yes. all the way up a and down. Piece. Oh, a of course. A prominent piece. Yeah, the song is so bad. It's truly bad. The mixing of the audio is bad. It's... Whereas the the solo guy we saw could have just been, like, Alan Cumming in disguise. Right, right. These are all, like, I don't know, Hedwig and the Angry Itch level. Like, everyone is 
styled at a right, 10. Right, yeah. Oh this God. is, if uh, RuPaul's Drag Race was struck by lightning, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's, okay, like, it's a feast for the eyes. The talent is unbelievable. But the resources that went into this. This? Is, yeah. And roller skates. They're roller skating backwards. There's so much They're trust so in that. They're so good. Like, you have to find people who can sing, who can... I mean, I guess if you are really good at roller skating, you can do these moves anyway. But you also need to be someone who likes to sing and act. A magnetic performer yeah. on top of I just mean, the, doing skate really tricks. Good. Just spinning circles and circles like he's fucking I, Tanya. I haven't seen that. Oh, it's great. I'm, I mean, so... Ugh, Come over sometime. We'll watch I Tanya. Okay, okay. All right, I'm I'm bored. They're just <laughs> skating around, but it is. Right. We have one last one, and All I right. and I stumbled across this guy, and okay. it it truly cannot be uh, stopped. This is the Starlight Express track, The Rap. Okay. Oh no. They are gangster trains. Oh god. Nineteen eighty four. Rap trains. <laughs> the, uh, if I could etch in stone Megan's oh face right God. now. This agog, jaw-dropped expression. Thank you. Oh my God. They've pulled up skate ramps, though, and I'm scared. I know, I just, yeah. It is exactly what you think it would be. It's a bunch of people in do-rags and sports jerseys. They are 1984 gangsta trains. And it's not good. It's bad rapping of a bad rap. Oh my god! Oh my god! But there, there's conga there, lines of conga trains, line? which I think that's a train. Yeah. Okay, but is one person a train, or is it only? When I think eight this of them? is the spirit of a particular train, and this is the funky rap train. But then there's all the other trains. It is a vanilla ice ninja rap level rap. Can you imagine how tired you are after performing this? Oh my god. But also, you're in the best shape of your life. True. They all have abs for days, I'm sure. Impossible. So much core work involved. They're doing flips off of the ramps. Oh my god. While this terrible rap is going on, the Star Spangled guy is back. I mean, he's literally holding the show together. I hope he won a Singaporean Tony Yeah, me too. But it's every educational video you've ever seen that featured a rap about, like, eating your vegetables. This is what it feels like. Oh my god, what is this guy? He's dressed like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. They don't look dirty anymore. Like, the other guy looks dirty, but I guess that's the point. He's, like, from the wrong side of the track. There he is. Our Alan Cumming is back. Okay, this is not good, but if you offered me tickets to Starlight Express, I would go see it. You have to go. I would go. Yeah, you would truly have to go. Oh my god. So that I'm really good. enjoying this, actually. This one's okay. This one's There's fun. a lot of energy. It's very silly. Again, it's not taking itself very seriously at all. The joy of this is all the talented young people. And they seem to... They're at least giving me the illusion that they're having a good time. But they're, like, doing Running Man in yeah, rollerblades. 
I don't know how they don't fall. Like, Look up Starlight Express, the rap, everybody, yeah, yeah. And, and truly just drink this in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's race time. Oh, it's race time. They're happening. about to do the train race. This is the big build-up to the race. I think that really... She's very pretty. Yeah, I think that's probably the, the girl. Oh, that's Pearl, the the I'm hot guessing. lady train? Yeah. Also, I will point out, as in most Broadway musicals, mostly it's men being cast. <laughs> yeah, which feels... I've always thought that was strange when it comes to, like, writing parts for your musical because so there women. are ten... Actresses to every actor, yeah. Um, and it's weird that we make so many parts for men. Yeah, yeah. There's so many furiously talented women out there. Podcast. And then uh, God help you when it comes to non-binary stuff, because yeah. even that's wasteland. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, thank you for yes. indulging me in of my course. Starlight I'm Express. So sorry, I'm getting sleepy. That's okay. I mean, I it's it's ten thirty. Yeah. I have to be at work in like 10 hours so okay. you know i, I right. yeah we're in customer service now all right sweet. um so this has been great <laughs> do you want to tell it where can the people find you on the web <laughs> um my instagram is at quick.megan uh look out for the toto show coming to the you the toto show now yeah i'm 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 it's funny that I've made so much fun of Andrew Lloyd Webber for a woman who has written a show about a dog. Um, <laughs> that's so all right. We I'm all live our I'm own truth. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> that's that's right. it, guys. That's well, my... Let me, that's let my me know if I can help out with the dog show in any way. I will. Um, this has been amazing. This has been so much fun having yeah, you. I haven't seen you in forever. Yeah, it's um, It has been good. R.I.P. Uh, brother and Gone Girl Improv Team. And BYOT. And BYOT. We've... Uh, niched out this core audience. It's not as bad as when I had Just Morgan here and we were just getting into the minutia of living in Missouri. Uh, oh a lot boy. of Missouri local references. I'll leave it behind. Uh, <laughs> leave it in the dust. I'm going there next weekend for a wedding. I'm going for a wedding. Not the, Probably not, not the same it. one. No, it's my brother's wedding. Okay. Oh, I'm his best man. No, no. <laughs> brother? Tito? Uh, so this is... <laughs> your brother yeah. Tito. Yeah. This has been fun. Thank you so much. Listeners, tune in next week for whatever the fuck it's going to be. Just come back to the same place. You'll find something new. Let's figure out why cats exist. Let's figure it out. Let's figure it out together. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Hey, you. Who, me? Yes, you. Race you.
This has been a Talkback Podcast.